In this episode, we are taking a look at Skies of Arcadia Legends, a great way to enjoy GameCube on new TVs, my second favorite tool for managing my backlog, and more. Let's do it. What's up, companion? I'm your host, Tom Tate, and I'm on a mission to trim and prioritize my ever-growing backlog, and I cannot do it without your help. So I've hand-selected 30 games for my backlog. Each day, we'll take a good look at a single game and evaluate if it's worth playing or ditching. At the end of the month, I'm going to pick 10 games to play over the next few months, 10 games to set aside for another day, and 10 games to purge completely, never going to play them. Today, we take a look at game number two, Skies of Arcadia Legends, and this happens to be a GameCube port of a Dreamcast RPG. It was first released on the Dreamcast, developed by Overworks, published by Sega. It was worked on by some of the people that were behind Panzer Dragoon and Fantasy Star. This game is beautiful. It is a 3D traditional turn-based RPG where you take control of an air pirate. So as you can imagine, there's a huge airship exploration component that I've seen a ton of screenshots and a couple of videos of. The game boasts a huge world to explore, plenty of characters, towns, dungeons, even by today's RPG standards, I believe this game is pretty expansive. So I've actually never heard of this game until this past month. That's how uninitiated I am with Sega RPGs. I never owned a Dreamcast despite really wanting to own a Dreamcast. I still really wanted to own a Dreamcast. So every once in a while, I'll I'll eye up GameStop. They'll put up like refurbished Dreamcasts on their website at a decent price. And I'll want to just kind of pick one up, but I don't. One day I will own a Dreamcast. But I did own a GameCube. I had a GameCube in college and, you know, I played it haphazardly until the Wii was released. And then after the Wii was released, there really was no reason to to play GameCube because it was backwards compatible. Um, So my GameCube kind of became a, a shoebox that just collected dust. Uh, But back in college, I wasn't investing a ton of time in RPGs. I was catching up on a few Squaresoft RPGs that I didn't play from the 16, you know, 32-bit era. But mostly, like in college, I was playing Halo 2 with my doormates. We were playing Mario Party with my doormates. Uh, I just wasn't playing games like Skies of Arcadia Legends. So when this game was ported to GameCube in 2003, I already kind of missed the ship. I just, I wasn't paying attention to it. Uh, I wasn't reading a ton of gaming magazines at the time. So you might be wondering how and why did I get a copy of this game, an actual physical copy of this game last month? So I've been rebuilding my hardware collection the past few years uh, after I sold off a lot of things after my my oldest was born. Um, so when my, my son was born, I ended up selling off, uh, off tons of video game stuff. Uh, it was not because, you know, like I was so strapped that I needed the money. Um, I really was just trying to make space, you know, like I, I, we were moving, uh, and I just had all this stuff and I wasn't playing video games as much as I wanted to. So I figured if I'm not going to play it, I might as well just sell it off. And that's what I did. And it might've been one of the worst choices ever because now I'm slowly rebuilding the hardware collection that I sold off. Um, you know, and the other thing too, with GameCube that I just mentioned is why keep a GameCube around when, when the Wii and later the Wii U, which I also owned 
they would play the GameCube discs with no problem, right? So uh, I think the Wii U did in in um, in Wii mode. Uh, I can't recall. Eventually, you know, I sold off the Wii and the Wii U as well, you know, in favor of buying the Switch. I've, I've also re- rebought that hardware too. Um, so my entire logic kind of failed. So when I saw a GameCube and a stack of GameCube games listed on uh, Facebook Marketplace, Marketplace of all places, you know, it was fifty dollars. Um, I knew that was a steal. You know, fifty dollars for a what seemed to be good, you know, solid condition GameCube plus a stack of games. I saw Double Dash in there, uh, Super Mario Sunshine, which is also on this list of thirty games. Yes, I'm sad to say I never played Super Mario Sunshine. Um, but I wasn't really paying attention to like all the games in that stack. So what I didn't know until later when I kind of picked this up, you know, from, from a nice person, um, who was willing to sell me their GameCube. Um, when I started to dig through the stack of games, I realized that I had a a couple of really rare titles, uh, skies of Arcadia legends was in that stack and it's going for over $70 used in, in most places. So I immediately thought "Hmm, like this game must be worth playing if, you know, it's, it's rare, a rarer title and it's going for that much money. And, you know, it's Sega. So Sega has a decent reputation. Uh, and you know, here, here it is. It's on the backlog. Uh, I love RPGs. I love turn-based RPGs and this kind of checks all the boxes. Uh, and I also love Dreamcast era games. So I'm really interested to check this one out. So by all means, you know, this is an acclaimed title. It has this reputation for greatness. So you might be wondering how could it possibly get chopped from the list? Of course, I'm going to play this game. But here's the risk. You know, the risk is when I commit to a game, I have to play the game from start to finish. And RPGs are a mega intimidating commitment for me, uh, mostly these days because I'm married, I have three kids, I have a very time-intensive job, I have side gigs that I do, uh, I edit podcasts on the side, uh, I have more hobbies than I care to share, most of them get neglected, and like I do like to play video games. Uh, so committing to a 42-hour minimum video game it's got to be incredible it has to really keep me motivated and keep moving moving along and you know maybe this game is that game so if you've played skies of arcadia legends or if you played the original skies of arcadia and you want to advocate for this game please email me at tom at videogamepodcasts.com let me know your feedback and i will share that on the show So one quick note, if you're looking to intentionally grow your backlog, potentially find some cool rare stuff on the cheap or just collect more hardware like I'm doing, definitely check out your local Facebook marketplace. Uh, I am not an advocate for Facebook and I'm not affiliated with Facebook. Um, I just found that it was a little bit less sketchy to go through Facebook marketplace to get some stuff that I was looking for than Craigslist. Um, typically when someone goes to Craigslist and, and, and they post on uh, the video game classifieds, you know, they know what they're selling um, and they know what the, the value is. And I, I, I don't know, you can't put a face to the name. I always had a hard time with Craigslist, to be honest. Not that I was worried I was going to get, um, you know, physically um, hurt, you know, by somebody who's trying to rob me never worried about that with Craigslist. I was more or less worried about getting, um, crummy quality stuff. You know, someone who was trying to rip me off, sell me something that probably was valued much less than what they were trying to sell it for. So I, I found that Facebook was really interesting, a bit easier to navigate. You can see, you know, all the photos, 
Um, it feels less like I'm going to get ripped off. I like that I can take a quick peek at the life of the seller. This is not in like a stalkerish way, you know, like I'm not looking at all their pictures and their family history, but it's nice to see that like, okay, this Game Boy Advance, a lot of stuff. Um, it looks like it's clearly a mom with grown kids who are moved out of the house and and here's a bunch of stuff from the drunk junk drawer that she's trying to get rid of. And I feel really good making that purchase. She doesn't want this stuff and I do and it's a fair price. So I'm going to go for it. Uh, I've gotten a lot of great stuff from Facebook sellers. So definitely recommend that if you're looking to expand your backlog or find something unique. Uh, but the real thing I want to talk about in this episode is playing GameCube uh, because Smash is still so uh, popular finding decent controllers for GameCube actually isn't that challenging at all. There's um, a couple of first-party and third-party controllers that were recently released that are compatible with the Nintendo Switch that are the original GameCube ports that you can use on regular GameCubes. Getting a GameCube in great condition should be really simple, like a $40 to $50 exercise if you really want one. The real challenge is getting it running smoothly on your monitor or TV. So there have been a few consumer product breakthroughs over the past year or two years to really help you get a decent gaming experience on like an HD TV. I'm personally using now the Insurrection Industries Carby, C-A-R-B-Y, and it plugs directly into your GameCube's digital output um, if you have it. Not all GameCubes have this port. And it converts the signal for HDMI. It is super awesome. It's very sleek. Fits so snug. It is plug and play. Very simple. Another plug and play device is Eon's MK2. Uh, I'll put links in the show notes for all this stuff. Um, I haven't used it personally, but it gets a ton of recommendations. I'll link those in the show notes if you want to check those out. If you have a GameCube sitting around and you want to upgrade your output, uh, start to play some of those games. On the big screen, you can do that using Carby or MK2. Lots of options for customization too. Um, If you want to use component cables, there are the official Nintendo component cables, but they are so, so expensive. I've seen them go for a couple hundred dollars uh, used, which is really crazy. Uh, And Insurrection recently released their own component cables, uh, and they are under $100. I haven't picked those up yet. Um, I don't have a CRT that I'm really proud of, um, you know, so I don't really have a good CRT monitor. Um, but if you do have a CRT or you have a display that will accept components and you want to try that, you want to play with component cables, there are some good options out there too. Uh, and then finally, yesterday I talked about Groovy being my number one favorite tool for managing my backlog. Today I want to share my second favorite tool and it's a site called How Long to Beat. So howlongtobeat.com will give you a breakdown of how long a game is likely to take you to complete. So I looked this up for Skies of Arcadia Legends, and it says that the main story will take me 42 hours, roughly. Main plus extras, an extra 10 hours, 52 hours. Completionist, 66 hours. And all styles combined, 51 hours. Uh, This is from real user data, which I really appreciate. And the color of the time will indicate a level of certainty based on the volume of submissions. I really appreciate this feature of this website. So, you know, if you go look up a new game and only five people submitted their play times, their completion times, you'll see that it will be red, you know, and and the red will be a warning that like, this is a really rough estimate because we don't have enough data yet. Uh, But as more people start to submit, uh, the color will change to really 
indicate the certainty that, you know, this is what the average is going to be. Uh, it also breaks down what platforms people play it on. So you can look for subtle differences between the platforms. Really, really awesome site. Um, so when I say I don't have the time to play 42 hours of Skies of Arcadia, I know for a fact that like, yes, 42 hours is about how long this game is going to take me to play. And if I see a game that is only going to take me four to six hours to play through the story, that scores major backlog prioritization points for me because I know that I can knock it out quickly. A couple of weeknights, just having some like marathon sessions before I go to sleep, I can knock out a game. Um, so I'm going to link to the Skies of Arcadia Legends How Long to Beat page so that you can check it out. I'll put that in the show notes. Uh, it's a great way to figure out you know, when to slot in your next game. I especially appreciate this if you want to play through kind of like a quick game or time a game uh, that you can play from start to finish before like a new AAA title or a new game is going to release, right? So it's a, just an easy way to do that too. So will Skies of Arcadia Legends make the cuts or am I going to be forced to put this RPG to rest? Subscribe to Backlog Companion on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts and follow along to find out. If you want to advocate for this game or a specific game on the list, you can check out the full list and email me at tom at videogamepodcasts.com and let me know what I should play. I'll read those notes on an upcoming show. You can connect with me and follow me on Twitter at Yo PowerTime, Y-O PowerTime. And of course, in the absence of a Patreon account to support the show, leaving a review is super helpful. You can leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or you know wherever uh, you listen to your shows that accepts reviews. Definitely keep it honest. It doesn't have to be five stars. Uh, I just appreciate the actionable feedback and it really helps me continue to um, make this show a better experience for you, the listener. Thanks as always for traveling companions. I will catch you on the next one.